Welcome to More Impact. For the next 20 minutes or so, I hope to inspire you to step up and make more impact in every part of your life. I'm Deborah Ogden, and for over 15 years, I've been working with clients to step up and stand out with a powerful personal brand. Through this podcast, I want to bring you ideas and inspiration to allow you to do the same. Hello there. My name is Deborah and I am a recovering perfectionist. Joking apart, um, hands up here in full vulnerability and honesty, I've actually had counselling for perfectionism. I didn't go along knowing that that was the issue, but some of the challenges that I was showing up with were finally diagnosed as perfectionist tendencies. And of course, I think some people hold perfectionism like a badge of honour, but of course, often it holds us back. And certainly in my line of work, when it comes to people being visible and their personal brand and their identity, often perfectionism raises its... um, I was going to say ugly head. It's challenging head at times. You know, I just thought I'd talk about it today because it does come up so often. And it's a little bit like, you know, I don't know if you've ever had, if I don't know if you've ever been interviewed and asked, what are your weaknesses? And there are certain things that people say as their weaknesses. Maybe it's, you know, I've got too much attention to detail or maybe I work too hard, Um, you know, I'm a perfectionist, I want things to be just right. And we wear it as a badge of honour, so it's sort of a a double-edged sword, isn't it? That it's seen as a negative, but actually there are strengths in there as well. And I think so often, so many strengths, when we have too much of it, can then start to become a challenge. You know, they become a flaw. So yes, if you are confident, we all often strive for confidence, but too much confidence can become arrogance. If you are humble, then too much humility may see you as overlooked. So too much of something can soon become a flaw. And I think that is exactly what happens in perfectionism. Because it's natural to want to avoid making mistakes and wanting to grow. But of course, imperfection is part of being human. And perfectionism isn't the same as striving to do your best. It's not about healthy achievement and growth. Um, You know, I'm a huge believer in a growth mindset. And I was talking um, on my Impact Club call this Monday. I'd been talking to a client whose husband had said to her, at what point do you stop striving? At what point do you stop and pause and say, wow, look how far I've come. At what point are you happy with who you are? And I think that's one of the problems, isn't it? When perfectionism becomes linked with our self-worth and rather than it being a behaviour, our self-worth and are we good enough becomes linked to the achievements 
the outcomes of those behaviours. So why am I talking about this today? Well, also a client, one of my Impact Club members, happened to share a story and this lady, she is a fabulous storyteller and I can't even remember the exact um, reason we were talking about the topic but she said can I just share a story she said did you know that in genuine handmade Persian rugs or carpets there will always be a deliberate mistake and apparently this is often maybe one of the petals on one of the flowers will be a different colour than the rest and this is because followers of Islam believe that only Allah makes things perfectly and there to weave a perfect rug would be seen as an offence to Allah. It would be seen as arrogant and therefore they always weave in some kind of imperfection so they're not creating perfect work. And actually I loved that analogy the arrogance of thinking you could be perfect and um, it was a different way of looking at perfection because of course what is perfection, what is perfect, what looks perfect to me may not look perfect to you and it's all in the eye of the beholder isn't it, it comes down to our own perceptions of what is perfect and what is good enough and that of course will all come down to the stories we tell ourselves, our own experiences and our own beliefs and I think for many people this perhaps starts in childhood. Um, You know if you were somebody who really had to work hard to achieve at school and you were constantly looking for that external uh, validation then perfectionism can creep in in adult life and it manifests itself in very different ways Um, particularly I think it's at its most challenging when it's linked with self-worth and people believing that they're not good enough Um, but also procrastination one of the things that I hear a lot from clients particularly when I'm talking about visibility and raising profile they will be reluctant to put a post out unless it's perfect so writing a blog they will check it time and time again even and I've been guilty of this one um, certainly when I look to create a membership um, a few years ago I thought about it and I was waiting for the time to be right and then good old Covid came along (laughs) And there was no option for perfectionist tendencies there for my business to survive. I just had to get it out there and go with it. And actually, I learned a lot from that um, situation of when is good enough, good enough. But procrastination as well, people will be reluctant to post on LinkedIn, they will be reluctant to post on social media. Um, You know, you get, I hear people when they're talking about presenting, um, 
what about charging what they should charge because well I won't charge until I'm good enough or until I'm perfect and it's what that perception of perfect is um a lot of people won't even start something because it's not the perfect time or they don't feel that they can do it perfectly and then they won't even make a start. And of course, making a start on something is better than not at all. So I think there's a phrase, isn't there? Imperfect is better than or done is better than perfect is what I was trying to say. So um, another thing that um, came up in my counselling was this all or nothing thinking as well. So unless it's perfect, then it has no worth. Unless I can run um, for an hour every three days or every other day, then it's not worth me doing it. Um, I found this ex particularly... Uh, when I started out meditating and meditation for me was absolutely life changing, particularly during lockdown. And when I first started meditating, I'd read that, you know, ideally I should be meditating 20 for 20 minutes every morning. And if I didn't meditate for 20 minutes every morning, then I would stop. So I had this all or nothing because I'd failed in my mind. It wasn't perfect. But actually, then I realised that if I did 10 minutes, maybe every other day, then all of a sudden I could commit to that and it became something that I wanted to do. And I've grown into it. And now, you know, some days I do do 20 minutes. But I think it's giving ourselves the chance to create um, a situation that perhaps does fall short in our minds, but actually the ceiling doesn't, you know, the roof doesn't fall in. There isn't, we can catastrophize what will happen, can't we, if things don't go what we perceive as perfectly. Um, and the other thing that I think a lot of people who perhaps struggle with perfectionism and may not think of this one as much is that they focus on the goal and the achievement and reaching that perfectionism rather than focusing on the process and getting there. And one of the things that has really helped me achieve an awful lot over the last couple of years is rather than really setting goals is to really challenge myself and think about extraordinary goals or who I want to be and challenge myself in that way and actually think about the person how will I will become in working towards that goal and actually giving myself permission that it doesn't matter if I don't actually achieve the outcome but who will I become in aiming for that extraordinary goal. So even though you don't actually reach it, you don't reach what you may perceive as perfection, just think how far you go along the journey by 
changing your behaviours, committing to habits that will take you further along. So that's another one that I found really quite challenging at first, but really beneficial to me. And of course, the other one is people take too long to complete tasks because they're so desperate to get it right. Um And we can't control everything, can we? For me, I think that was at the basis of my perfectionism that, you know, I can be a little bit of a control freak. There's Deborah's way in the wrong way sometimes. Um, I hesitate to admit that. And uh, one of the things that came out in, in my journey, if you like, in this was that I found that if I started ironing my towels, then I knew that was my trigger and I was trying to control things. So, um, yeah, it's it's interesting. It will manifest itself for you in many different ways, I am sure. I think the thing that really brought me up short was, pulled me up short, was when our son was younger And I actually had a call when he was about 10. I had a call from his teacher at school who said, Deborah, I think we need to talk about Oscar because he's just come to me really upset that he's got 34 out of 35 in a maths test. And we need to redefine what good looks like. And at that point, I thought, okay. I need to readdress this because the thought that I was putting these tendencies onto somebody else, somebody that I cared about, um, really woke me up to the situation. So, you know, I'd be really interested to um, hear what your thoughts are either on Instagram or LinkedIn uh, when I post this. But what is it that you find, when do you find perfection, that per, be perfect driver comes into play? And is it something that you have managed to overcome over the time? Do you have tactics that you use? I think it's that realisation of how much it holds us back. And actually, sometimes good enough is absolutely good enough and I can't remember what the um, saying is but I think it's something like 80% of the work is done or 80% of the value of the work is done in the last 20% of the time and therefore by for me one thing that I've learned to do is if I have got a big task to do maybe I am recording a podcast, maybe I am writing a program or creating a workbook. What I've realised is that if I put a time limit on myself and I'm very strict about it, that allows me to complete within a certain time and hopefully get the value in the time that I am working rather than it going on and on. I think that's Robinson's law, isn't it? That a task will always fill the time that you give it. So um, what else can we do? I think it's so important, like with so much of self-development, it comes down to self-awareness and identifying when you're having perfectionist thoughts because actually... One of my big challenges was I didn't realise there was anything wrong with what I was thinking. I thought everybody thought like that. I thought everybody was 
had those standards for themselves and other people. And so sometimes self-awareness can be a huge issue. So trying to identify when you are having perfectionist thoughts. So maybe when you are worried what other people think. So these are perfectionist thoughts that are directed at yourself am I good enough or is my work good enough? And I think also being able to separate your work and your outcomes from who you are as a person. So yes, in business, sometimes things go wrong. So it might be that you forget your words when you're presenting. It may be that you have a difficult conversation and it doesn't go the way you want it to. But being able to separate that behaviour from who you are and your self-worth is incredibly important when it comes to our resilience and our our mindset and our performance as well. Our behaviour is not linked to our self-worth and our achievements. And, you know, I think the other thing that um, obviously I've read a lot about perfectionism, but the one thing that the psychologists recommend is to expose yourself to, you know, what's the worst that could happen. And, Maybe if you are somebody that always arrives 20 minutes early, maybe you set your clock so that you arrive two minutes late. Or what if you if, if you are somebody that worries about your appearance and spends hours getting ready in the morning, you only give yourself five minutes to do your hair. Or if you are somebody who struggles to get a piece of work out there, you schedule and respect your schedule and set an alarm and say, right, I have 30 minutes to do this task. And when it's done, that will be good enough. And of course, the more we do this, the more practised we get and the better it becomes. Honestly, with this podcast, when I first started recording it, um, I worried if I perhaps lost my train of thought or I might cough or and yes those things can be edited out but part of this podcast I really wanted to be very authentic and not be highly edited I wanted it to be you know my thoughts on a topic as they come out as if you and I are having a conversation so there are times when it perhaps isn't as slick as it could be but in my mind, and I've had to work on this, it is an authentic representation of a conversation that we would be having. Because, of course, if we were having a conversation and one of us coughed or one of us forgot the word that we were thinking of or we started giggling or whatever it may be, then we would overlook it, wouldn't we? We would just carry on. Um but this feels slightly artificial in some way. So um, I'd like you to think this week about when you perhaps are setting yourself high goals and um, setting yourself uh, achievements that will stretch you. And I think that's a good thing. You know, every day is a school day. We're always learning but when are those tipping over into being unreasonable? And 
When is the pain of not doing something a little bit like when we talked about the something new on the something new podcast? When is the pain of not doing something going to be greater than the pain of stepping out of your comfort zone? So, you know, from a personal branding and visibility point of view, challenge yourself and it may not be perfect. But, you know, when when people are talking about creating a new business or a new product or a new service, they talk about a minimal viable product. And for me, I struggle with this and I'm working at the moment on a signature program that I am going to be launching over the next few weeks. And um, I want it to be perfect before I put it out and launch it and market it. But actually, the advice of the experts is, no, Deborah, get it out there and get feedback and find out what people love about it. And then you can adapt it all along so that you are responding to your audience. So sometimes perfectionism is going to hold you back from maybe getting what your audience needs, because like we said, it's all about perception, isn't it? What do they say? Beauty is in the eye of the beholder. So from a personal brand and visibility point of view, what can you just press go on this week? So whether it's a an opportunity to present, is it an opportunity to write a blog? Is it an opportunity to um, share something on social media? Rather than say, I'll do it when it is perfect, why not do it now? Because I promise you, I bet it really is good enough. I'll see you next week. Feeling inspired? If you'd like to know more, please visit my website at deborahogden.com where you can download your own personal brand action plan. And if you've enjoyed this episode, I'd love you to subscribe and share the podcast with your network. Thanks for listening and I'll see you on the next episode.